Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show. Presented by South Bend Orthopedics. Trusted in the community for over 75 years. Also brought to you by Coca-Cola, Bell Tire, Quality Dining, South Bend Airport, ABC 57, Great Clips, IBEW Local 153, and Coors. Hey, we get another happy post-game show. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, 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 I'm mildly pleased because <laughs> offense didn't look good. <laughs> yes, it did. It did, especially uh, especially after that third quarter. That that fourth quarter, that's a that's some money time offense right there. Forty-five uh, twenty-four, the final from Raleigh, number ten Notre Dame beating the Wolfpack of North Carolina State. Uh, with Reggie Brooks, I am Jimmy Rosari. This is the official no- uh, Notre Dame football postgame show. Uh, plenty to break down uh, throughout the uh, uh, throughout the rest of the uh, postgame show. Man, what a long day. <laughs> you think? Man, that... <laughs> A ninety-minute delay will do that, won't it? <laughs> Woo, man! I, and that's—I think that's part of what was impressive about this yeah. win is, again, the offense really kind of struggled developing a rhythm, but and then you have this humongous delay, and you find a way to, uh, you know, get some points and and get a win, you know, because it's 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 hard to, you know, when you come out of a, a ninety-minute stoppage. Mm-hmm. To restart, I mean, you know, halftime, you know, goes by pretty quick, and then boom, boom, boom. So, you know, you, you got to figure out what. And that's a, that's impressive of how they were able to get the guys to come out and still compete uh, at a high level. Wasn't tough for Audric Estime. <laughs> no, no, he and, got and right to like, work. <laughs> looks like we found a way to incorporate the tight end again. Yeah, we did. That uh, that's another well, positive development. Uh, Holden stays had himself quite the day today. Four catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns, uh, a couple of long touchdowns too. One of them, uh, you know, he kind of uh, was running along the sideline. There was able to stay in bounds, and then the uh, the 35 yard catch uh, for the second one. We we got a tight end now too. All right. Actually, again, a couple. I, you know, yeah. guys, again. You know, Two t- two scores to the tight end. That's uh, you know, we can take that. We'll yeah. take that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not going to be picky about it. Uh, Audric <laughs> Estime with 14 carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns, uh, including that long 80 yard run. Uh, first play. I was impressive for a big man. Yeah. For oh a big yeah. Man getting, and and again, coming out of the 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 long delay, mm-hmm. the first play. Big fella got after it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> And and he had some separation too, like he was getting yeah. faster they, they, as he they was getting catching there. Him. They, they were, weren't catching him. Yeah, I mean, like like he had the, uh, you know, he had the he had the the initial contact, and then by 
It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so No, I, I continue to be impressed by this this backfield and because again, is we you know Notre Dame put up forty five points, but that was by far the worst the offense has looked. Mm-hmm. And for the offense to look bad and still put up forty five points, I mean, you know, I mean that's not wow. That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, think I, about that because yeah. they didn't. They were never in a real rhythm offensively, and it was just like you know they were just trying to find different things, trying mm-hmm. to figure figure it out. You had some drop balls, but man, I, I look up and I was like, dang, that's forty five points. Yeah, just like that, just like that. Um, and this was a good defense. I mean, it NC is. State yeah. that was a good defense. Yeah, that was yeah, a good that, defense. That, I mean. NC State's defense is, is definitely the highlight of that team. The offense uh, still needing to catch up a little bit, uh, as we uh, saw today. Brennan Armstrong, 22-47, 262, uh, or uh, two six, uh, 260 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Like his, and, it, and it should have been five. Yeah, it should have been. should have been five picks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Benjamin Morrison should have had two picks uh, by himself. Yeah. So, but... Uh, Plenty more to uh, to break down. We're just scratching the surface here. Uh, that is all to come. We've got the uh, the the Gate Chevy uh, drive of the game. We've got the Key Bank Key play of the game. I wonder which one that what play that's going to be. Uh, and and plenty more. Uh, we're going to talk uh, going to talk some offense coming up next here on the official Notre Dame football post-game show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 31-17, standing on his own two-yard line, looking, Armstrong firing, intercepted! The ball picked off at the 16-yard line and going down to the turf as he picked it off was D.J. Brown. Pick City, baby! <laughs> Pick City, right there. Um, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, what, what more do you need? Um, you know, Ryan Harris kind of nailed it right there with, Pick City! Uh, 45-24. <laughs> Absolutely. 45-24, the final score, Notre Dame over NC State. Uh, that was one of uh, Brennan Armstrong's three interceptions on the day, and as Reggie noted in the last break, uh, should have been five. Uh, but more on the defense in a little bit. Let's talk some offense. Uh, it was kind of almost like a tale of three games, it felt like. Yeah. I mean, it just, you never saw any continuity early on. You know, it's like, and again, I, I, I preface that by saying that this NC State defense really, you know, kind of kept the team, you know, the offense off balance in a lot of regards. And a lot of that, they, they've had quite a few um, opportunities to see um, Sam Harton. So, I, they, and they've had success against him. So I think that, kind of played into it is that they knew again that you know they could really they knew how to kind of not confusing but kind of give give Hartman something to think about and I think that really you know played into the struggles early on of you know again you know the sacks um and I, I was a little shocked to see the offensive line struggle early on like they did um because you know that was like whoa okay this is they were, we struggled controlling the offense, controlling the line of scrimmage early on, and you know we, we put Sam in a lot of uh, kind of difficult situations. That mm-hmm. again, but they worked through them, you know, and and you know continually kept after it. 
And the one thing that you you know you, you have to like is that you know they could have you know because a lot of teams will you know if they struggle running the ball, what do they do? Just start throwing it all over the yard. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame didn't do that. Hats off um, to Jared Parker for you know working through and you know kind of working through all the the difficulties and getting getting the offense start and calling the offense that was able to put up over 450 yards of offense. Uh, NC State's defense uh, allows their opponents, or you know, heading into today anyway, uh, 4.2 yards per pass play. Uh, Sam Hartman kind of beat that today. Uh, he went uh, 15 of 24, 286, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He did have the fumble. I'm not going to get too worked up about that because I would imagine it was probably still a little bit wet. Uh, from the uh, from the uh, solid downpour that they got in uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina today. So, uh, but another another solid day from Sam. Uh, rushing. What what more do you need to say? But uh, Audric Estime, uh, two touchdowns, fourteen carries, one hundred thirty four yards, uh, including the uh, the long eighty yard run play coming out of the uh, the ninety some odd minute delay. Uh, Right at the start of the it second quarter, it didn't look quarter. like they rushed for 170 yards. What's that? But they did. It, it didn't look like they rushed for that many yards, but right. still 170 yards on the ground in in, in tough conditions. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was it, it, when I saw the stat come up, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, uh, what I, and that is what that is with Sam going for negative 27 rushing yards on the day too. So. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was it was a it was a bit shocking to see because they had some good plays, but again, you just just the rhythm wasn't there offensively. Right. But it was a grind, and the fact that they were able to grind it out, not having their best day offensively, and still to come up and manufacture offense that that's impressive because mm-hmm. that's not been the case with this offense over the years. Right. Uh- we found the tight ends, and we didn't need just a minute-long drive for it either. They were a big part after uh, after the delay. Holden stays best day, obviously, as a uh, as a member of the Fighting Irish. Four catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, both of them long too, like a, the the 40-yarder and the 35-yarder. Uh, Davis Sherwood the, the, getting a touchdown too. The first one though, that yeah. first one was a thing of beauty. Yeah, it really you was. Know, big fella being able to you know. Tightrope that sideline yeah. was impressive. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, oh, big man can move. I like it. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, uh, Chris Tyree uh, had a big play too. That uh, that early sixty-five uh, yard gain too. That that kind of set the tone a little bit. Uh, you know, kind of showed you, hey, we can pass the ball still. You know, Sam Sam's pretty yeah. good. It doesn't matter if it's wet out. He's he can still sling it a little bit. Uh, He'll to, find a way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tobias Merriweather with a catch for 45 yards. Uh, that was another nice, uh, nice little play for Tobias. Good to see him get on the uh, get on the stat sheet that way too. And again, it was, you know, I, I go back to Jaden Greyhouse that touchdown. It's great to see our receivers stemming routes mm-hmm. and, and to hold hold the sec hold the safety. You got to love the way he he stemmed stemmed out stemmed him, stemmed him outside. To hold that safety just for that count and to bring it back inside and and Sam was was money with that with that throw. Yeah. What is that number three on the year for Jaden Greathouse? Yes, it is. That's that's not a, that's not I'm, a bad I'm, freshman I'm, year. 
I might have to change my stance on freshmen. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe. I don't trust freshmen. He, he's I don't least, trust freshmen. He's making an maybe. argument. He's making a solid argument for you to trust. Yes. Him, so. Yes. He, he is definitely <laughs> making an argument. And it's he, he's 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 slowly convincing me. I'm 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 in the I'm in the great house mindset of okay, this is a guy we can look to. I mean, I'm 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 getting there. I'm getting there. It's gonna take a I'm still I still need a little bit more, but right now I'm of the mind that Mr. Greathouse is worthy of playing time. So we'll I, just leave it there. I think positively of this man, even though he's a freshman. Correct. See, you get it. You get it. You know exactly what I'm saying. See, there it is. It's not personal. Right? He's a freshman. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, I kind of, I kind of feel NC State got a little, you know, like the Raleigh area kind of got a little bit lucky as far as the weather went, because uh, you know at least the lightning seemed to move on. Uh, not the case, pretty much for a lot of the Eastern Seaboard today. So uh, the fact that we even got this game done <laughs> when we did is kind of amazing. Like the uh, the, the the Purdue game at Wake, uh, not Wake Forest, uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, that's still not back on yet. Uh, that'll be back on at six fifteen. So I, I, I think I think Notre Dame and NC what? State kind of kind of got out lucky. So six fifteen. Yeah, six fifteen tonight. Ouch. Yeah. Well, oh. did you uh, did you happen to hear the uh, as I was watching TV? If uh, as long as you know the weather moved on sometime before midnight, they would have gotten the game in today. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, we were, oh, <laughs> oh, I couldn't imagine. No, having I did to, not hear that. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine having to do three quarters of a game, you know, with it starting oh, no. at like 1150. So, no, ugh. <laughs> ugh. no, ugh. I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking my team and we're going home. <laughs> get, just just send me the the Zoom link. Uh, I'll, I'll do the show from home. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm done. I'm in my PJs already. We'll play the game from home. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Let's do a virtual game. <laughs> wow. I mean, just just dig up an old copy of NCAA college football. You know, we'll be able to get that done. <laughs> we'll talk some defense coming up and uh also uh, maybe hear from head coach Marcus Freeman on the uh on the big win today. 45-24, the final from Raleigh, North Carolina, number 10 Notre Dame beating NC State today. You are listening to the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, trusted in the community for over 75 years. First down and 20 now for the Irish on their own 23. Ball on the right hash. Hartman in the shotgun. Drops back two steps. Looking. Surveying. Throws over the middle. Complete. Caught to the 40. Running to the 45. Near side 50. 40. 35. 30. Tobias Merriweather. Biggest play of his season so far. Down to the North Carolina State 30-yard line. That was a very, very good play by Tobias Merriweather right there. He went 45 yards, all part of Notre Dame's 45-24 win over North Carolina State. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Jimmy Rosari, Reggie Brooks with me. Uh, the, uh, the defense today, uh, let's see, Thomas Harper uh, was kind of running around like his head was on fire today, right? Just all over the place. 
he did he did that secondary in particular yeah. was uh did great job in coverage um a lot more solid than they have been because you know safety's been a concern for some mm-hmm. time and that's one of the major focuses in in recruiting and was to address the safety position and you know you look at it and you know you Harper and uh DJ Brown Xavier Watts you know those guys really stepped up in the secondary and got after it um you know again they had a couple of opportunities they didn't capitalize on but all in all I I'm pleased with where the safety play has been over these last you know three games and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I must say I'm a little little perturbed that you know we gave up 24 points. You know, there's mm-hmm. three touchdowns. What are we doing? Yeah, you know, I was, was, I was getting used time. to that. Not sco- I was getting used to not, not allowing touchdowns. I was I'd become accustomed to that. So we, little, we did get a little I'm spoiled a little by that. We we did get a little spoiled yeah, by I'm that. A little uh, but uh, it was good to get the secondary getting a test, especially on the road today. So the, the the fact that they uh, that they came up the way that they did, uh, you know Thomas Harper leading all tackles today uh, with seven. Uh, he had Jack Kaiser running around there. Marist Leofow <laughs> saw his hair going uh, plenty of times today. Marist uh, had five tackles, uh, two of them solo, uh, hitting the quarterback, getting everywhere, just causing all sorts of chaos. Uh, Benjamin Morrison with a uh, with an interception should have had uh, probably two today um Xavier Watts with an interception DJ Brown with an interception uh like you said there probably should have been five yeah and and, and, and you you look at it uh, I'm watching you know and watching the 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 game you know to see again they kept after it though I mean a lot of times again you, you know you don't you don't make you know Capitalize on opportunities. The forced fumbles were other ones where we forced fumbles and didn't recover them. But the fact that they kept after it, they kept going after the ball, they kept attacking, and some of the plays, even some of the uh, knockdown passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were going around the, uh, the receiver, doing a great job of not committing, um, you know, pass interference in a lot of regards. So I, I was impressed with just you know how they kept after the ball because. They held they held them to under you know forty forty seven percent under fifty percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. That's that's impressive. Yeah, Brennan Armstrong's a good quarterback. Like he's yeah you know he he's, he's gonna like, be in the next level one day. Eight years in the college. Well, yeah, I mean there's that, but <laughs> <laughs> there, there's that, there's that small detail small detail there. Uh, a lot of penalties today. And yeah. I'm not going to say Wait. that uh, you know that they were all okay. you know totally that stretch correct. That was fun. Okay, you know, yeah. Jim, let's yeah. let's we we can talk about that. Yeah, that I was mean a bad that stretch. one drive, three like, I'm sorry, I, I I'm like the pass interference. Mm-hmm. That was horrible. The hands to the face. That was bad. I'm like so you know <laughs> they were egregious. Yeah. And he kept the drive alive. That resulted in a touchdown. I mean, yeah. So you know, 10, 10, 11 penalties for the game, and yeah. you know, but that that stretch right there was that was tough. I mean, just watching it and it's like yeah. again, it is, and it's not even about being a being a homer. You know, a Notre Dame homer. It was just 
the fact that, you know, you, you talk about hands to the face. He he's fighting the guy off. Yeah. And it slipped. It, 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 you know, cause when I think hands to the face, it's when they push up on the face mask right. and drive the, the offensive guy back by the face mask. Not you yeah. hit him up in there and you're working because he, he didn't work his hands right. to the face the whole time. It got there. Yeah. And you're like, so, you know, and this is kind of going back to my, I have to and you know, thank Jack Nolan for this. Um, when you look at the officiating, we're, we're officiated by ACC officials. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't think we're always going to get the best. The, the the benefit of the doubt a lot of times. I just don't see that happening. All that was missing out of that stretch was basically the police escort to the end zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good, good. let's let's be honest about that. I mean, like, and it's not like they were, they were all that great, you know, towards uh, North Carolina State either. Eight penalties on them for 54 yards. It You know, it's like, God, there was yeah. a lot of penalty, like a lot of laundry yeah. on the on the field today. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of the reason the game was just, you know, from an offensive standpoint, mm-hmm. it just seemed disjointed. Yeah. And I, I really believe it was because of, you know, the penalties and there was no continuity. And then you had the long lay- layoff or, or, you know, delay. It really impacted the, the game. Yeah. We did get spoiled, though, with the uh, with the no touchdown thing. We really did. <laughs> they they gave up three of them, but again, you know, there was a actual, you know, actually good quarterback back there today, and we held him under fifty percent completion today. So that's that's a pretty good win, and we made we made him throw three picks. So forty five twenty four the uh, the final score between Notre Dame and NC State. Still to come, we've got the uh, the Gate Chevy. Uh, uh, drive of the game. We've got the key bank key play of the game. Also, we're teaming up with Centier Bank for the field goal for the community. For every field goal made in a Notre Dame game, 10 bucks will go to Centier Bank's charity, the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. They made a field goal today. Hey! And a long one at that. Yeah. Right? That's not, that, yeah. Was a, that was not that was, shy. Uh, <laughs> no. That was, that, again, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of kickers so but that was that was impressive yeah 54 yarder hey yeah 54 yarder just just missed a 56 yarder this one time yeah i will applaud him this one time yeah spencer schrader's got a cannon for a leg i will say that uh that is i believe 520 uh bucks for the field goal for the community all from centier bank discover a better way to save with centier bank so uh, always good when we can help out a charity. You know, we we made field goals a positive, Reg. I really I really think they should go for the extra point. Add that in there. I, mean, I think they they need to push for the extra point. I mean, you know, I mean, that, would, that would go if, over well. If you want to make some money, you know, go for the go exactly. for the extra points, man. Go for I mean, the extra points. PAT is just a short <laughs> field goal, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, you think. So yeah, and it's, it's, it's not it's same. not like the pros or anything. It's not like they're backing it up to the thirty or wherever they go. Exactly. Let's 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 get some let's let's move it to extra points 
and 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 make some real money for the charity. Right. That's my that's my my, my two cents. There you go. Uh, back with more of the official Notre Dame football post game show right after this. This is the drive of the game, brought to you by Gate Chevy World in Mishawaka. Three pass catchers to the left of Hartman. Three man rush. Stands on the 15, holding the ball, looking, now rolling out to his right, still looking, throws near sideline, wide open, Chris Tyree, near sideline, 45-40, inside of Wolfpack territory, 20, down to the 15, cuts it back, brought down to the 12-yard line. Wow! Great awareness by Hartman to flip the ball to Chris Tyree, who ran 60 yards. It's now first and 10 Irish on the Wolfpack 13-yard line, 48 seconds until halftime. Notre Dame jog up to the ball, first down and 10 on the NC State 13-yard line, ball on the right hash, moving left to right, and just 45 seconds left until halftime. The Irish do have one timeout left. Hartman, shotgun, on his 20, throwing to the end zone, a strike, and a touchdown! Jaden Greathouse, eight yards deep in the end zone, between the hashes, a 13-yard scoring connection. I'm pretty certain about one thing. That two-minute drill sure works to perfection some days. Uh, That's the Gate Chevy World drive of the game brought to you by Gate Chevy World Mishawaka. Two locations, twice as many Chevrolets, one great name, Gates. I mean, another three-play drive right before the half resulting in a touchdown. I like that. You got to hats (laughs) off to to Sam and his, his efficiency. An ability to move the, move him down the field, which and you know he he just remains calm. He has a, there's a sense of urgency in running the two uh, two minute offense, but he does it with a calmness and just the, his leadership, and it exudes to the other guys. And again, when you have a guy like that at quarterback, it makes guys want to to step up and make plays. Mm-hmm. And we had guys that do that, and again, it winds up boom. Boom, boom, boom! We're in the end zone that right. quick, and it j- just you know you you look at it and it's like, man, I know I keep saying this, but man, we got a quarterback. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's it, a beautiful thing. It really is, and you're right. I mean, I I haven't felt good about you know any of the two minute drills. Whenever Notre Dame, you know, the last couple of seasons anyway, whenever Notre Dame has needed a two minute drill, uh haven't necessarily felt great about that, uh, especially on the road. They're just doing two minute drills now, like it, it, like it's just part of part of the plan. Yeah, and you know, again, looking at the first few drives, you know, three and out, three and out. You know, there was a struggle. You know, moving the ball, and you know, you get to the second second quarter. <laughs> And boom! Right before halftime, again they're, they they've struggled to find a rhythm all game, but they find a way to get the ball in the end zone some way. And you know, it, it, and I'm a, a big believer in, in you know developing a rhythm on offense. But when you can find ways to score points when you're not at your best. That bodes well for this offense because, again, they're not always going to, as we saw in the first few games, struggle. So them struggling this this week and still being able to put up forty five points—that's is a lot of teaching moments in there. But there's 
there has to be a lot of confidence coming in saying, okay, we didn't play our best, mm-hmm. and yet and still we were able to grind it out against a good football team and put significant points on the board. So as an offense, that's encouraging to say, wow, when we play at our at our, at our best, imagine how many points we'll put up then. Right. They were not good on, on third down today either. Five for 14 no. on third down. Um Let's see. They did win the time of possession game. They do. They did get that, uh, but ran 17 fewer plays than NC State. So they're putting up 45 points on 61 plays. That's that's and a lot of that yeah. is. I, I have to say, it, you you look at the, the, the ability to generate points when you're you're, you're not at your best offensively. Because again, like I said, you look at the how it played out in terms of. You know, the the third downs, again, considerably off of what they normally are, number of plays. And I do like the fact that they stuck with the run. You mm-hmm. know, and again, this is that running back in me, I guess. But it was very encouraging that they did not, you know, even when they weren't having the best time moving the ball on the ground. Mm-hmm. They didn't abandon the run, and, they, and it and it's a part of their offense to help them with the play action. So hey, if you know they're going to stick with the run, we got to we got to play them honest. And by forcing NC State to play them honest, it opened up opportunities in the passing game, and particularly to the tight end. And and you know with those scores, you know man, this is a this is a complete team and a complete offense and their ability to work through difficult times and you know again to be able to generate offense while you have you know multiple penalties struggling on four, on third down and you know you know you win a time of possession and usually you win a time of possession when you're um possessing the football mm-hmm. and you, you and you how do you profess, possess the football it's usually by running the ball and again to come up you know they were under what you know their normal you know they only had 4.6 yards per carry, but that estimate kid had <laughs> at almost 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you look at that and it's like, hey, you know, this is this is a, a, a team that, you know, and then Hartman, you know, we're, you know, kind of dinging him because, you know, he only threw for four touchdowns. And, You're right. Man, he, you know, he only completed 60, 63% of his passes. That, that's oh, unacceptable. Man. What a bum! Yeah, that's a letdown. Yeah, that's a letdown. <laughs> What's going on here? What is, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to talk to Sam. He's like, man, sixty three percent. Good grief! What, how, how do you how do you counter the uh, the nineteen point one average on completions? <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, see, don't get so we, now he can't get the big head now because. He only he only completed 60, 63% of his passes, so that's unacceptable. We got to do better. <laughs> got to do better. We got to be better, Sam. Quarterback's got to be better. Got to be better. Got to be better, Sam. Uh, three for three in the red zone. That's always good to see. And then also the defense causing three turnovers, getting 14 points out of that, too. Um, yeah, that, uh, that defense kind of picking up where they left off last year, and it is good to yeah, see. And, and that's the thing about the offense – 
put the defense in some difficult situations, yeah. and it was good to see defense step up in the one one series where they stopped them, uh, held them to a field goal, but they wind up missing. And, you know, this defense, again, I love the fact that they have a lot of veteran guys across that uh, defensive line. I, I, I would like to see um, – and I know why, because again, it's hard to blitz a kid that's as mobile as as, as Armstrong is, mm-hmm. and we were spying him a lot. Um, but you know, you 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 watch how they competed. You know, good good job by Al Golden. You know, kind of mixing in the the blitz with you know coverage, and again, the coverage was pretty darn good. You know, all all in all, so I, I this defense is they continue to improve I think this is a defense that will that complements this offense well you know kind of getting the ball back and getting in the hands and you know not putting the you know the offense in, in tough situations to where they got to go go the long field you know kind of getting them the opportunity to get short fields makes a huge difference something I've picked up on too um they're not waiting until halftime to make the defensive adjustments either. Like they're happening sometimes even during drives okay. still. Yeah. I mean, that's such a refresher. <laughs> that's such a that's such a change from years past. Yeah, and, and that's 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 something you, you know you look at and you know, there's a level of confidence with this defense, and you know, I, I was kind of interested to see how they would manage you know those quick turns where you have to get back. You know you you know you, you know the turnovers, the fumbles that force the defense back on the field after they you know busted their butt to get off. How do they respond to that? And I I was very pleased in some of the response um, defensively on those quick turnarounds to where you have to get back out there and you know get, you know work to get back off the field and get the ball back for your your offense. And you know, just seeing them continue to compete at you know at a level that will will make this defense much more confident in terms of you know as they get to, get further into the season, the ability to know, hey, we know how to get off the field. You know, and being put in situations to where, you know, game situations to where they they have to, you know, have those quick turns and having having the confidence to go out and make the plays that are there. Um, and again, again, you know, this is going to be an interesting season. And you know, there's, you know, I I look at the you know these are the the first three games, so we've finished the first quarter. And, you know, and you've seen different aspects of this team show up you know, throughout this game. And, you know, you look at the defensive line and guys are getting getting after it, you know, and they have, you know, they happen to play um, a little more reserved because of his because of uh, Armstrong's scrambling ability. Mm-hmm. But, again, we were able to get to the quarterback and, and get pressure on him and force him into some difficult throws that, you know, we wind up getting, you know, three picks, which – you know that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Just one sack on the day, but like you said, plenty of pressure, uh, plenty of quarterback hits, plenty, you know, plenty of guys just getting in his face. Uh, 
both sides of the ball, you know, I mean, for putting up 45 points, they still got plenty to work on. But that's a good thing in this case. Yeah. That's a real good real thing. Real good thing. That's a real yeah. good thing. Uh, plenty more still to come. We've got the uh, the key bank key play of the game still to get to. We've got the opponent's scoreboard from Under Armour still to get to. Um could be a little bit wet on that, uh, but uh, we've got it coming up in uh, just a little bit. All part of the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, trusted in the community for over 75 years. We're back with more after this timeout. The official Notre Dame football postgame show rolling on. Marcus Freeman talked to the media after the 45-24 victory over NC State. Here's what he had to say. All right. Um, you know, I just got done telling the team. It's, you know, it's great to be able to have some of those bumps that we talked about last year um, that cost us wins, victories, right? And, and you had some today, and we're still able to come out with a victory. And, and um, you can see what time of, type of team we have, right? There's a lot of different elements today that, that really occurred with the, the rain to start the game, then the, the two-hour delay, then we go back out there still raining and, and – Good things and bad things are happening, but the guys just continue to stay in the moment. That's been our message all week. Just stay in the moment, man. Do not worry about outcomes. Do not worry about last week. Do not worry about what happened in the first quarter. Just stay in the moment, and uh, it was really good to see. You know, we uh, got to do a better job, obviously, taking care of the football. Can't put the football on the ground. Um, but defensively, you know, to be able to respond, you know, that, that, that the turning point to me in the game was when we fumbled in our own territory. Right, defense forced to miss field goal, but then we go and we—I think we go three and out, right? And then the defense has an interception, and then that's kind of when we scored, and, and the game kind of got out of hand. But um, to, to see a, re- a resilient bunch of guys continue to battle for four quarters and up was really good to see. So, really proud of this team, and uh, you know we're going to enjoy this victory and move forward starting tomorrow. Open up for questions. Go ahead, Rachel. Two questions. The uh, unbalanced line that started working when you came back to break, is it something you were planning on using or was it an adjustment when you went into that delay? No, we plan on using it um, coming into the game just to, you know, again, to give them something they haven't seen, you know, and, and see how they adjust to it. And, you know, at first they didn't adjust the way we thought they were going to, and then they did. And so um, it was just a different wrinkle we have for the game. Estimate obviously the 80 yard touchdown changes things coming up and 42 points after that delay. What was your what was your message going in there? Because it had been tough sledding. I think yeah. three three and outs. Yeah, that yeah. Just come out and, and and go and do your job. Like who cares how the game started? Who cares about the two hour delay? Let's go out there and play ball and you know, be aggressive as heck. And that's what the, I wanted our team to be is aggressive. We keep all week we're talking about you know how aggressive they are and, and those things and, and rightfully so. I mean it was a good football team we faced. But I wanted our guys with the mentality, if we're not going to play pass, we're going to be just as aggressive as any team we face. Marcus, what was different as far as when you guys were stressed? But it was a one-score game defensively, offensively, wasn't that? What did you see different from these guys as far as when they got stressed, they, they were able to find another beautiful way? Yeah, I think it's a sign of a mature football team. There was no panic. And from coaches and players, right, myself included, um, you know, in those moments, it's easy to panic and start yelling and screaming and and, and create chaos amongst the team. But to be able to get to the sideline and say, okay, what went wrong on that last series? What do we need to do to get adjusted and then go out and go play? And um, I think when you have a team that's been through some of that, right, adversity, and then you've got guys coming in like Sam that's been through adversity, to stay in the moment, like to not 
be so focused on what happened in the past. Like right now is all that matters. Um, that's to me what the, the mindset was during those times. What, what was the key to containing Armstrong? He's so difficult to contain over the course of 60 minutes, but you guys seem to stay in your passing lanes and, and keep him in front. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, a constant battle because you don't want to keep them on leashes, right? You don't want them to be so non-aggressive that there's no pass rush. You have to be somewhat aggressive. I thought we created different rush lanes, right, to, to confuse him so he couldn't just step up. We kept talking about those B gaps, especially to his left, right, our right B gap. We had to keep him out of there. So those different things we were trying to do to truly keep him from escaping vertical through that B gap. But, I mean, he still did a great job of, of keeping plays alive. I Man, he's a competitor. He is a, a tough guy. We tried to, you know, obviously, if he ran the ball, try to hit him like a running back. And, um, kept bouncing up and, and, and competing, so I have a lot of respect for him. In, in the run defense in general, they, they try to hit you up the middle, but rarely did you guys spend. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, that's still got to be a mentality, stop the run, right? And, and we knew they were going to take some shots. We knew that coming in, they were going to take some shots. And, and early in the game, we weren't winning those shots. But later in the game, um, our guys were, were really able to go, not just defend the ball, but but take it away. And so um, it all starts with, with stopping the run up the middle, and, and we did a good job. You said coming into the week that you'd have a plan for rain. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone planned for 105 minutes of a rain, rain delay. Yeah. What did that look like for you guys while you were in that moment, and how did you prepare them to come out? Well, we, we, we have a plan. Well, to start off with, we, it was a 30-minute delay. And then, you know, we kind of said, hey, guys, settle down. Um, you know, let's just wait to hear back. And then it got pushed back. And once we knew it was going to be over an hour, we said, take off your pads, sit down. And then the plan was to be able to talk about different adjustments. So coaches were able to come down and let's talk about things we saw the first two or three drives. And then we were able to get with our players and say, okay, here's the things we're seeing that we weren't planned, we, we hadn't planned for. And then it was the next thing was, okay, with a two-hour delay, what is our plan as we go out there? And so went out and, and warmed up as a team for five minutes and, and did our normal position group. So. This was the Holden Stays coming out party. <laughs> How different does he make this offense when he's that much of a threat? Yeah, he, I mean, he adds a, a big element to the pass game. We, we've known Holden's been a, a um, tremendous pass threat. We we continue got to we got to continuously get him better in the run game and, and he's committed to that right today he he showed the the threat he could be in the pass game um, but my challenge to Holden is how can we can we continue to become a complete tight end right and that's in the run game and the pass game but it was great to see him um, put two two touchdowns together today. Uh, Sam been through plenty of adversity before but this is the first time with you uh, so I was curious what. Your interactions were like on the sideline, what you saw from him, what just kind of studying. You know, I've said this before, but he's just so steady. Like, man, I know he gets excited when he, you know, makes a good play or scores, but he's never too high and too low. It's the same thing you see in practice. Not every practice is perfect for him, but the ability for him to just continuously be steady, right, and be positive and say, Coach, we're good. Uh, we'll get it fixed. Trust me, we're going to get it fixed. Go out there and do our job. And so um, early in the game, we got cut, hit a couple times, you know, and, and put one ball on the ground that we recovered. And he he's a competitor. He wants to get it fixed, um, and he did. And so there was no panic. He's a leader in experience. Uh, this is the first time Jared Parker's had to counterpunch a little bit as a Drew OC, like just – to be able to, to get to the play action, to get to, to hold him, to get to Sherwood, um, just the job that he did today about finding some solutions. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I thought our offensive staff was able to communicate big time during the break. And then later in the game, as you know, we were trying to run the ball a little bit and run the ball out, um, 
you know, ability to be able to look and say, okay, hey, let's do a naked here and take a shot. Um, he, he did a great job, I think, with changing up the calls and uh, really executing at a high level. Jaden Bertrand, any updates there? Yeah, he out with a head injury. Um, you know, I haven't talked to talked to him yet, but um, they told me put him out second half with a head injury. Anyways, Steve would have stepped in there in the second half, and what you see out of him, he was factoring a lot. Yeah, I, I have I got to watch film a little bit, but he he wasn't, you know, he didn't do a bad job, or I would have noticed that. But um, you know, Steve's a good player. You know, that room um, is is. Similar, not. I know the running backs have one guy on the field at a time, but that room is, is similar where there's three, four, five guys that can truly help us when they're in there, you know, and, and we have to continuously get them on the field between J.D., Maris, Kaiser, and Sneed, those four guys. We have to keep them on the field um, and find different ways to get them game reps. Maris Leofile was not at his best last year coming off the injury. What did you see in 2021 uh, that, that has led to the kind of player that he's, he's showing himself to be? Yeah, he is. When I came in here in 21, he is a aggressive, physical football player. At times, could have been out of control, right? And I think last year, he was continuously learning the defense, right? And when you're thinking, right, you don't play as fast. And so, what you're seeing this year is a guy that truly understands the defense, under, understands the details. So now he has velocity. We say clarity equals velocity, and he is extremely clear on his assignments. Uh, I see some version of this on Monday, but just like how good you are after Navy and Tennessee State. So how much better of an idea do you have of how good this team is? To be determined. Um, you know, I don't want to put a ceiling. I think they're we're a good team. I don't know how what the ceiling is for this team. Um, I think it's high. And, and our job is to develop these guys over the week, right? And so when we get these opportunities on Saturday, we're performing at the highest level we can. And so... It's to be determined how high that ceiling is. Um, today, you saw them reach, you know, face some adversity and be able to respond. That's a part of a championship team, right? It is never going to be perfect as we, you know, the first two games, really, there wasn't that much adversity, you know, but this game there was. And so the ability to respond, man, during tough times, is, is, is it shows leadership and it shows the, the truly the, the, the heart of this team. We've got time for one more if anybody's got one. Report that uh, on TV that something about brats and hot dogs. Uh, was that was that a real thing? That during halftime? I yeah. mean, during the break. Yeah. yeah we I were, mean, I mean, during the uh, weather delay. Did you really have people going out and getting uh, yeah. enjoyable items like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you you have a plan for for halftime where it's going to be 20 minutes um, in different types of food, but we wanted to kind of get them some meat. You know, when it's two hour delay, like those big boys get hungry. But now I think the coaches might have got a little bit more hungry than the players. I saw some coaches having hot dogs, and so. Um, <laughs> You know, just keeping those guys fed because we're going to work them. We're going to work the coaches and work the players. So we had to keep them, you know, well fed. <laughs> Got to appreciate the, uh, the the nutrition aspect that was going on during the uh, during the rain delay today. That was Marcus Freeman, uh, his postgame press conference. We'll got Reggie's thoughts coming up here on that uh, right after this. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics. Sam Hartman will begin this drive. Five out of eight for just 25 yards. He stands in the shotgun on his own 15-yard line. Takes the snap. 
Gives right up the middle. Estime, hole, right side, still going, 35-40. Near side to the 50. Inside of Wolfpack territory. Middle of the field, 30, 20, 10. He won't be caught. Touchdown, Irish. Wow, 80 yards, 90-minute break, 80-yard run. Not bad. That night, that uh, eighty-yard run by Audric Estime, the first play from scrimmage out of the ninety-minute rain delay, uh, all fueled by hot dogs and sausage. So, uh, Reggie, did you did you ever have a long touchdown run that was fueled like that? I don't recall it. I don't. I don't recall having a rain delay. So. We okay. only had or, uh, oranges at halftime, so we didn't we didn't get <laughs> delays in hot dogs. Now I will say, I mean, after the game, we did have folks sneak in um, hot dogs from time to time. So there you go. I will All right. say that. All right, but that's post game. I mean, you know, Audric's out exactly. there. Exactly. Audric's out there running eighty yards with a you know, bunch of nitrates just rolling around in there. That's uh, that's something. I got to admit, that's that's something. That that you may gotta, be player gotta, of the game. Got a few. You gotta fuel every any way which way you can. You that gotta is, get fueled up any which way you can. Very true. Very and so true. if that's the reason that he went eighty yards, maybe we need to have hot dogs on at halftime all the time. I'm just I don't know. That's something to consider. Have them on the sideline. That's not a, I mean I wouldn't be offended by that. <laughs> That would not offend me having hot dogs on the sideline for the I'm, guys. I mean, I'm sure there's a spare cooler somewhere. We can just throw them in there, and they'll stay warm, and there we go. So, See? Uh, we're there. That's it. Yeah. That's all we got to do, man. Just keep just, So, hot just dogs on the fueled. sideline for the guys. Right. Hot dogs on the sideline. I think they should. I think they should. Uh, somebody needs to get, Maybe that could be a, a, a NIL for estimating. Hot dogs. You know, and he can give them to the fellas. Like a Hebrew national NIL deal with uh, <laughs> or Nathan's <Okay>. hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oscar Meyer. I love it. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Coach's press conference? <laughs> Again, I, I'm, I'm like I, I've been saying all year, just his his maturity. And, you know, it, it, it struck me when he said, you know, we're all learning, even myself, you know, and that's. Again, that's signs of a great leadership to say, hey, I'm I'm learning just like you are, but we're learning together. We're getting better together. We're maturing as a team. And as I said before, when you look at this, you know, 45 points and, you know, they're maturing still. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's encouraging. Yeah. That's encouraging because, you know, from the, from the coaches to the players, this is a team. You can, you know, you, they, you see the the connectedness across the board, and you know, I, I noticed this at um, over the summer, a couple of a couple of summers ago. Coaches, this group, they like being around each other. The players, you know, it's, it's not like buddy buddy with the players, but there's a level of connectedness of right. hey, level of respect and actually like being around the coaches the coaches like being around the players the coaches like being around each other and that that's not i mean that's fairly rare so i mean when you can build a team that at all levels that's huge (laughs) apparently uh estimate had just one hot dog during the break so we're gonna 
We're going to need to up that if we're going to get that NIL deal for him. But did him, he so. get more after? Did he get? I mean, did he get more after the game? I, I would. I would want to know that. You know what? We'll we'll hear. We'll hear. Inquiring minds want to know. We will hear. Inquiring minds want to know. We will hear yeah. from Audric coming up in uh, in a little bit. One. Oh, uh, I guarantee you. He, you won't discuss his his hot dog consumption. <laughs> right. I, I can't see that. Right. Uh, one uh, one note, uh, one important note anyway. Uh, JD Bertrand, uh, we saw him like all through the first half, and then nothing in the second half. Apparently, got a head injury today. Uh, what does that mean for the defense? You know, going into you know next couple of weeks. Well, again, you know. It, not knowing the full extent is kind of hard. You know, if it's concussion protocol, because mm. there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, yeah. and nowadays, you know, a head injury, you know, he could be out one game or he could be out five games, yeah. and, you know, because the concussion protocol stuff. And again, I, I'm, a, you know, having been concussed before. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in you know get healthy, um, but that's that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough loss. Yeah, I mean that, I'm hoping it's it's not any you know lengthy period of time because you know JD is that's the guy that that is the quarterback of that defense. Yeah, you know so that that's going to be important. It's, you know that's the injury. You know people need to take notice of and, and keep a close watch on. Hopefully we can get he, he's back next week or at the very least back for Ohio State. Yeah. Well wishes to uh, to J.D. Bertrand today after uh, getting a head injury. Otherwise, a, uh, a fairly positive press conference. Notre Dame winning today over NC State 45-24. to uh, We will hear from Audric Estime and we We'll probably hear some dietary descriptions going on in that. Uh, also, we've got the out-of-town, the, uh, the, uh, the opponent's scoreboard, anyway, coming up here on the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, trusted in the community for over 75 years. This is Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The official Notre Dame football postgame show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Audric Estime, 14 carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns, including the big play right after uh, the weather delay, the big 80-yard run, first play from scrimmage on that. He talked to the media. I only had one. I try to keep it easy. I don't want to get get a little too bloated. Yeah. Those are very good. Those are very good tasty hot dog. <laughs> and, uh, obviously, the one worked out for you. What did you see on that first play coming out of that first? Yeah, that was just a that was just a result of everyone staying ready. Our offensive line doing their job. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Parker calling the right play, and that's just we got to stay ready. We didn't know when we were gonna play, if we were even gonna be able to play, but that's just a result of everyone doing their one eleven, and we just keep got to make plays like that happen. I asked Coach about this, but what what do you like about that unbalanced line where you have Joel coming over other than the obvious size when you're right in the right side? Yeah, that's just a scary look. Like I honestly believe we have the best offensive line in the country, and that's led by the two best off- tackle duo. And just to have them on the same side, it just gives me a little rush, and that's just something that I hope we keep on doing. Tom. 
Audrey, the first two games were relatively easy. When this one's not easy, what did, what did you learn about yourselves coming into this environment, handling everything you had to handle? Yeah, so we just focus on every week reaching our full potential, no matter who the opponent is. Our first two opponents were uh, good opponents, too, and this one was a really good opponent, but this game kind of gave us a test. We um, faced a lot of adversity, but we just had to respond, and um, this team showed that we were able to respond well in times under pressure, and that's something that we needed uh, for down the line. Sam hasn't had a lot of success in this stadium previously. Did you guys talk about that at all before the game, and how do you think he, he handled it all? Um, we didn't, but now he does. Now he does. One and zero in the stadium in a gold helmet, so that's a great, great how, feeling. How do you think he played? Does he bring you this offense? Yeah, he played great. He does. Um, did really good. He um, he's a great player, great leader for this team. He's a person who likes to share success with everyone on the team. He likes to see everyone have success and everyone eat, and that's something that is huge in a quarterback. And he's a great leader, and he's just leading us in the right direction. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah. Audric, on the TV broadcast, they talked about uh, you writing down goals. Yeah. And one of your goals before the game today was to have a 60-plus yard run. Yeah, yes, so it was. How does that, when that comes to fruition, how does that feel? How do you develop your goals for each and every week? Yeah, it, it feels great. Um, I have goals every week. I speak it in existence, but that doesn't happen without the work. So every um, Monday, Monday through Friday, we're working as a team. Offenses are preparing the defense. Defense preparing the offense, and just you just got to keep on working. And I'm gonna keep on setting those goals, and I'm gonna keep on thriving to uh, reach it. But if I fall short, it's all right. It's just the next week, one one game, one game, one life. On those specific goals, is it something that when you're watching film and you see an opponent, you think you can be effective here or there, or are they just kind of more broad goals? Nah, just my long run. My longest run last week was 50, so I was like, let's add 10 on that, and we added 30, so it's all right. Uh, when NC State was kind of holding you guys down a little bit in the first half, I mean, it was chunk plays, Tyree, you, Tobias, like, what, what were they doing well to kind of maybe keep you guys a little bit off balance? Yeah, they're really good defense. They fly around, they have great energy, and that's something that we knew going into the game. We knew it was going to be a dogfight. We knew that... Every play wasn't going to be a given play. It wasn't going to be an easy play. We we're going to have to scrap and fight for it, and that's kind of what we did. And it was a great, great battle, and we just had to keep on going even if the play wasn't going to hit because we just had to stick to it, and it was eventually was going to hit, and that's what happened in the second half. Like, is it easy to stay patient that, like, an explosive play is coming even if it's been five or six, one, two, three yard games? Yeah, I would I would say it's easy, but, like, it's something that you prepare for. Yeah. Anything else? All right. Thanks, Andre. Thank you. You guys have a good day. That's Audric Estime post game after Notre Dame's forty-five to twenty-four victory over NC State today. Uh, he had the big play uh, coming right out of the weather delay, the eighty-yard run just from the jump right there. Uh, but at least we got to the important business at hand right from the jump. Just one hot dog. See, I, I figured as much. I'm going to say something again. I'm not saying I don't know if he's like me, but. I really couldn't eat when I was in the, you know, I would be hungry, but I couldn't eat. There's just nerves and stuff going. So, and your stomach is already kind of, I don't say queasy, but I I will say this. It was very impressive listening to this young man in this press conference. Uh, This is the first time I've ever actually heard him in a press conference. Um, Very, very smooth, very comfortable. Uh, did a great job. I was, wow, very impressed. Pretty good day for the uh, for the guy, don't you think? 
14 uh, carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, a pretty darn good One press conference. And, and a hot dog during the game, even. So That's a win-win. Yeah. That's uh, that's all right. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, the player of the game still to get to. Uh, we'll do that as we wrap up after the the uh, the opponent's scoreboard, which is coming up next here on the official Notre Dame football postgame show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. And now it's time to see how Notre Dame's opponents fared today and this week on the Under Armour opponent scoreboard. Courts Under Armour, the official clothing and uniform providers of Notre Dame Athletics. Navy leads Wagner 17 to nothing, but they are in the same waiting game we had for 90 minutes earlier today in Raleigh. 17 to nothing in the third, but currently that game is delayed due to lightning. Coming up at the top of the next hour, Tennessee State will take on Arkansas Pine Bluff. Central Michigan needed a 45-yard field goal on the last play, but they do get the victory over New Hampshire, 45-42. to Ohio State, no problems with the Penguins of Youngstown State, 35-7. to 7-7, Duke and Lafayette currently in the first quarter. On Thursday, no problems for Louisville against the Racers of Murray State, 56 to nothing. Louisville gets the victory. Coming up at 10.30 p.m., two future Notre Dame opponents, USC and Stanford, are in battle tonight. Just underway in Pittsburgh, Pitt and Cincinnati are no score. Clemson with a big bounce back from the disappointing performance this past Monday against Duke, 66-17. They defeat Charleston Southern today. And Wake Forest, also a winner, defeating Vanderbilt by a count of 36-20. Notre Dame stays undefeated. They defeat NC State 45-24 to to this last time out. We look ahead to the next opponent, which is Central Michigan, and also a final recap of today's victory over the Wolfpack. You are listening to the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and Sunny 101.5. Wrapping things up here on the official Notre Dame football postgame show. Looking ahead right now, uh, we're kind of up against it, too, because uh, South Bend Cubs is coming up uh, immediately after uh, we wrap things up here. So uh, we'll uh, kind of get through this segment here pretty quick. Uh, Reggie, looking ahead to Central Michigan. Uh, they had their troubles with, uh, with New Hampshire, of all teams. How do you think next week's going to go? I think this team is going to come come back home, take care of business. And the biggest thing I want to see is them focus on Central Michigan and not looking ahead mm. to Ohio State. That's going to be the big, big thing that I'm looking for. Do they come back home and focus in, lock in on Central Michigan, take care of business? And again, taking it one game at a time, zero in on Central Michigan, um, play well, you know, get back in a flow and a rhythm offensively and continue to play at a high level defensively and not look ahead. Uh, Let's see here. Player of the game today. Uh, Audrick Estimacher had a good day, 14 carries, 134 yards. Sam Hartman, 15 for 24 for 286 and four touchdowns. Holden stays, uh, four catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. 
Yeah, that this is this is actually it, I've, I've been going back and forth on this one. Yeah. Um, but I I gotta go with the big fella. I mean that eighty yard run. Yeah. Was a thing of beauty, and be honest with you, I really felt that's where kind of you know you know I saw where, heard what you know Coach uh, Freeman talked about the turning point was the you know the defense getting the ball back, but that's where the spark what came offensively mm-hmm. was uh, Audric on that eighty yard run because things started to kind of pick up offensively for him um, after that. Yeah, and it re- it really so, knocked NC State off of things too because I'm sure yeah. they wanted to come out and you know, hold Notre Dame to like, you know, a three and out or something like that. And then they could go fly all over the field. And then uh, they just kind of looked deflated after that. Yeah, that was a punch in the mouth. I yeah. mean, that 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 80 yard run was a flat out punch in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that'd be the first play coming out of that long break. And as you said, you think that, hey, they're going to come in here and be ready. And boom. Yeah. <laughs> this, this young man takes it 80 yards on the first play. Uh, that that's a that's a yeah that, that I'm sure they they were deflated big time after that big run. Absolutely, forty five twenty four the final score between Notre Dame and NC State. As I mentioned, uh, Central Michigan comes to town next week, and uh, we'll be uh, right back here right after that game. Uh, Reggie, I will see you then. I'm looking forward to it. All right, go Irish. Have a good week, sir, and uh, we will see you as well uh, coming up next week. Our coverage here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT will start, uh, gosh, i got to do math in my head now, 8 or 9 o'clock. We'll batten it down sometime during the week. Uh, Anyway, South Bend Cubs baseball is coming up next here on uh, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Music on Sunny 101.5. Thank you for listening to the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, trusted in the community for 75 years. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, trusted in the community for over 75 years. Also brought to you by Coca-Cola, Bell Tire, Quality Dining, South Bend Airport, ABC 57, Great Clips, IBEW Local 153, and Coors. Notre Dame football is also brought to you by Legacy Heating and Air. Ask how you can get free maintenance for life and save like a champion today. Gates Chevy World Mishawaka and Gates Chevrolet South Bend. Two locations, twice as many Chevrolets, one great name, Gates. Centier Bank. Discover a better way to save with Centier Bank. Bud Light. Locally distributed by United Beverage Company. Enjoy the smooth, crisp taste of Bud Light. Martin Supermarkets. Count on us. First State Bank, committed to being a premier financial partner with hometown values. Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. Pet Refuge, adopt, don't shop, where new beginnings have happy endings. Sherwood Tire, U.S. Highway 30 in Plymouth, your one stop for complete auto care for over 50 years. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana, hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. Tim Growl, State Farm Insurance. For surprisingly great rates that fit anyone's budget, call Tim at 232-9981. Wakarusa Ag, your full-service ag dealer. Online at wakarusaag.com. Perkins Restaurant and Bakery. In Elkhart, South Bend, and perkinstogo.com. Driver Seat South Bend. Life is easier with us in the driver's seat. 574-564-6050. 
Weaver Heating and Cooling. They install the best and replace the rest. And by Modern Kitchen. Stop by our showroom on McKinley in Elkhart. We will help you redesign, remodel, relax, and enjoy your kitchen. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 